Welcome to the Building Great Lives podcast, a podcast about real life, real issues, and finding real answers to life's most difficult questions. And now your host, Trent Gillum. Greetings, everyone. Trent here. Welcome to episode number 34 of the podcast. I'm glad you've joined the Building Great Lives journey. Before we get started, as always, I'd like to say a huge thank you to our monthly ministry partners and, of course, you, the listener. You make this ministry possible, and I'm excited to have you on the Building Great Lives team here at the Building Great Lives podcast. It's our desire to help people from around the world grow, heal, discover, and fulfill their unique purpose. Thank you for sharing these episodes. We're praying these messages of hope reach every possible person in every possible nation. The Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 21 and verse 21, Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If ye have faith and doubt not, Ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be cast into the sea, and it shall be done. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the kind of faith that it takes to move mountains. I believe God can do anything. I believe that God still performs miracles. I've seen God do incredible miracles. I witnessed God completely heal a blind man while preaching in a church in Manila. I witnessed God heal a little boy who had one leg that was drastically shorter than the other. In front of my very eyes, I watched God grow that leg to match the other. I witnessed God heal a lady that was crippled, had never walked, and was bound to a wheelchair. I want to be certainly clear that it was God that performed these miracles, not me. But from witnessing a man that had never been able to see, to seeing a little boy's leg grow, to witnessing a lady get out of a wheelchair and walk and dance before the Lord, and many other miracles, I am a believer that God can do anything. God can, in an instant, change a person's life completely. Immediately, suddenly, a broken life can be made whole. From sick to healed, from blind to seeing, from lame to walking, from sinful to forgiven. We love the immediately's of God. And I am thankful today to know that our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he has done, he can still do. I believe that God is ready to use you to see supernatural things come to pass. Don't you love it when God does that immediate work? And the Bible tells us in the book of Matthew, chapter number eight, in verse number three, that there was a man that had leprosy. 
He was an outcast. He could no longer be with his family, having to cry, unclean, unclean. But the Bible says in Matthew 8 and 3 that Jesus put forth his hand and touched this leprous man and said unto him, Be thou clean. And I love what the King James text says. It says, And immediately his leprosy was cleaned. Those immediately's of God are amazing. Another time the Bible tells us a story in the book of Mark chapter 1 verse 31. Peter's mother-in-law was sick with a fever. Jesus walked in, took her by the hand, lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her. I love the immediately's, the suddenly's of God. Luke chapter 8 verse 43 through 44, tells us about a woman that had an issue of blood. Now, this issue of blood had caused her great harm, not just physically, but emotionally as well. She could not worship. Everything that she touched was unclean. And this had been going on for 12 long years. There came a moment that the doctors looked at her and said, there's nothing else we can do. There's no more medicines. And the Bible had even said that she was giving to these doctors out of her living, not her savings, but the money that it took for her to live every day. She was giving that in her attempt to get better, but she only grew worse. But after 12 years and the doctors finally saying, there's nothing else that we can do, she walks out of a doctor's office and she goes to a man named Jesus. And the Bible says that when she came behind him and touched the border of his garment, immediately she was made whole. She went from 12 years of struggle with this sickness to an encounter with God that immediately changed everything. Luke chapter 13, verse 11 through 13 tells us about a woman that had been bent over for 18 years with a spirit of infirmity. She could not straighten herself up. For 18 years, she had walked bent over. But when Jesus laid his hands on her, the Bible says, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God immediately. When the Lord begins to work, the immediate, the suddenlies of God change everything. I love the immediates of God. I love the suddenlies of God. Luke 18 verse 41 through 43 gives us another example of a blind man that when he was spoken to by the Lord and the Lord said, what wilt thou that I should do unto thee? He said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, receive thy sight. Thy faith hath saved thee. And immediately he received his sight and followed the Lord, glorifying him. And all the people that saw it were amazed. They were amazed at the immediately's of God. This man had gone from some undisclosed time frame of being blind to the Lord giving him his sight. Immediately, everything changes with God. I want you to know that God can still do the immediately's. I still believe in the suddenlies of God. 
John chapter 5 tells us another story of a man that had been at a pool with an infirmity for 38 years. But when Jesus comes by, Jesus says to him, rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And from that day forward, the man could testify of the immediate power of God, the suddenlies of God, where God can do anything and it happens right then. You speak and God moves. It's powerful to know that God can do an immediate work. I want to encourage you to believe in God's immediate work. And I'm spending a lot of time in this episode going through these different stories in the Bible to show you that the immediate of God is something that we should expect. It's something that we should believe in. The Bible even says that there was a time that Saul, who had persecuted the Christians, he had been blinded by the light of the Lord that shone on him on his way to Damascus. And when he goes to Ananias and Ananias prays for him, and immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales, and he received his sight. He arose and was baptized, the immediates of God, the suddenlies of God. Another time in Acts chapter 16, the Bible tells us about Paul and Silas being freed from prison. When they begin to sing praises unto the Lord, verse 26 says, And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and... Immediately, all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. In a moment of prayer, in a moment of praise, God can do anything. God can work. God can move. God can heal. God can deliver. Just as real as the Lord moved in an immediate and in a sudden way in these examples that we've gone through, And just as real as I have seen him do miracles, I want you to know that is available today. You can have that. God wants to use you in that. God wants you to believe for the immediate. Matter of fact, John chapter 14, Jesus even said it like this, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, The works that I do shall he do also. The Lord is saying, I want you to speak faith. I want you to operate in faith. I want you to believe that I can do anything. I want you to believe that the blind eye can still be opened. The Lord wants us to believe and to expect. And if we believe and expect, then we can speak by faith and by authority, and we can speak to the blind and they can recover. We can speak to the lame and they can walk. We can speak to those that are bound and we can see God move. Remember, it's not us with the power, but it's us exercising faith in the power of God. And when those things come together, there can be an immediate, there can be a suddenly, there will be a 
move of the Spirit. Jesus declared that greater things we're going to do. These promises, these miracles are for us. Now, I want you to remember as we began this episode, we opened with a scripture in the book of Matthew, chapter 21 and verse 21. The Bible tells us, Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, if ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and it shall be cast into the sea. This is powerful. But it's also a scripture that can be misunderstood. I want you to believe in the immediate. I want you to believe in the suddenly. We're going to ask the question that many have wondered, but no one really wants to ask out loud. What happens when you are believing for the immediate and you speak by faith to the mountain and say, be thou removed? but the mountain doesn't move. Oh, I know that's, that's something that we have thought about many times, but not a lot of people want to talk about that. We love preaching about the immediate. We love preaching about the suddenly. And let's be clear, I believe in the immediate. I believe in the suddenly. But what happens when you speak to your mountain your mountain of fear, your mountain of sickness, your mountain of pain, whatever your mountain may be, what happens when you speak to it and you are expecting immediately, you are anticipating suddenly, but nothing seems to happen? I'm going to be honest with you, if we're not careful, that can become something that that rattles our faith and shakes us to the core because we are saying, God, you said that I'm going to do greater works. You said that I'm going to speak to mountains and mountains are going to be removed. And hear me, I believe in every bit of that. But I also want to deal with the reality that we must also, first of all, pray in God's will. And second of all, we must understand God's word. Because if we do not pray in his will, then we do not see the things that he desires come to pass. And if we pray without understanding of his word, then we can become discouraged In the results, some things are immediate. Speak to your mountain. Believe for immediate. Anticipate immediate. But also understand that sometimes there is a process that has to take place in the spirit. So let's get a little bit better understanding about Matthew 21 and verse 21. Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and it shall be cast into the sea. The Greek word used in this text for the word faith is powerful because it carries more than just one meaning. It certainly means to have the type of faith that speaks and things happen immediately, but it carries with it a deeper, more full meaning. 
The word faith there does not mean to just believe for the immediate. It also carries the context of being faithful and persistent. The Lord is saying that some mountains move by the immediate and some mountains move by faithfulness and persistence. The act of remaining faithful and not giving up, the act of continuing to work, even when it looks like the mountain doesn't move, because now we're getting revelation. I can speak to the mountain and believe for the immediate, and at times the immediate will happen. But if the immediate does not happen, then I need to learn to remain faithful and persistent and work for the things of God, because some mountains move immediately and some mountains require persistence and faithfulness. Some mountains are moved one shovel load at a time, but regardless if it happens immediately or if it happens with persistence and faithfulness, either way, in God's time, the mountain gets moved. That's where we have to put our trust and our faith and our expectation. We all want the immediate and there's nothing wrong with that. We should expect it. However, some things come about by a collaboration of the supernatural and good old-fashioned faithfulness and persistence. In other words, speak faith Expect the immediate, but be willing to keep believing, be willing to keep praying, be willing to keep worshiping, and be willing to keep working because those things together will move mountains. That is the kind of faith that it takes to move mountains. The faith that moves mountains is a persistent enduring, working, never giving up faith. And we find this example many times in the Bible. One example, Jacob in Genesis chapter 32, verses 24 through 26, he was left alone and there he wrestled with the angel of the Lord until the breaking of the day. And when the angel saw that he didn't prevail against him, he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh and the hollow of his thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And the angel of the Lord said unto him, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. There are some things that only come about by faithfulness and persistence and your willingness to never give up. Look at that mountain and say, mountain, you may be bigger than me, but I speak faith. And even though I'm expecting immediate, if it does not immediately move, I will still not give up. I will not be moved. I will still move this mountain, even if I have to do it one day at a time, one prayer at a time. I will not give up. I believe that if we hold on, if we live by faithfulness and persistence, the mountain will be moved. Jacob refused to let go, and he was blessed. And in the New Testament gives us a great example of this. In Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8, there was a parable that the Lord spoke 
teaching us that we should always pray and not faint. In other words, keep on praying with faithfulness and persistence. And there was a judge that did not fear God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this woman troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. There is something to be said about making up your mind to be faithful, remain persistent, stay engaged, do the right thing. Why? Because some mountains were meant to be commanded while others were meant to be conquered by faithfulness and persistence. The mountain that is to be commanded is when you speak to it and it immediately happens. But other mountains in our lives are to be conquered by a faithfulness, persistence, and an endurance that says, regardless of what mountain may come my way, I refuse to give up. I'm going to speak to it. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to worship through it, and I'm going to work because I know God's working everything for my favor. And I know some of you listeners are facing mountains right now in your life. You're facing mountains of circumstances, and you're wondering how and when. And yes, we're praying and believing and expecting the immediate. But I have seen too many people walk away and give up on God when the immediate did not happen. Suddenly seemed like it was taking time. But I want you to get it deep into your spirit. Faith is not just in the immediate, but it is in the persistence and faithfulness and willingness to endure. We need active faith. Active faith is faith with action. It's a lively faith, a busy faith, an energetic faith, a working faith. Active faith speaks the word and then acts on the word. That's why James said, I'll show you my faith by my works. You can manage the mountain. God has called you to great things. Some people claim to have faith but never want to go out and do the work of faith. And as has become our tradition here at the Building Great Lives podcast, I want to pray for you. I want to pray that your faith fail you not. Lord Jesus, I know that many listeners are facing many mountains. And God, I want to encourage them to believe for the immediate, but I want them to prepare to be faithful and persistent because in order to bring down the mountains in their lives, there has to be an active faith that engages the things of God that says, I will conquer this mountain. If not immediately, I will work my way through it. So many times we get discouraged when the immediate seems like it does not happen. 
But we also need to understand that in the dimensions of our faith, we grow into the understanding that you have called us to persistence and faithfulness. There is a work that has to go into some things. Sometimes you heal immediately. Other times we must be persistent and work until the mountain is cast into the sea. Lord, I want you to encourage every listener right now. Don't let them give up. Let them feel your strength right now. Remind them, God, that that mountain is going to come down if they just remain faithful and they just remain persistent. And as always, thank you so much for listening. In the meantime, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend, maybe text them the link or share it on your social. You can find me on social at Trent Gillum, on Instagram at Rev Gillum. And you can also reach me at Building Great Lives Podcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, let's keep building. You've been listening to the Building Great Lives Podcast a member of the Real Life Church Network. Join us next time as we dig deeper into life's most challenging questions. 